Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Daniel. So this is not going to be a, a classic preach because I want to go for some things in the midst of it. But I can't assume that people know the story in the room, so it's important to bring context. And in, in, in Daniel 6, I'm going to read some verses from Daniel 6. Uh, and it's, 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 it is about Daniel in the lion's den. And um, this is what the Bible says. It pleased Darius to appoint 120 governors to rule throughout the kingdom with three administrators over them, one of whom was Daniel. And the governors were made accountable to them so that the king might not suffer loss. Now Daniel so distinguished himself among the administrators and the governors by his exceptional qualities that the king planned to set him over the whole kingdom. Now let let me just say this, Darius was a heathen king and Daniel was a man who loved God. And it's important to understand that because in that context, in that heathen context, dark context, Daniel so distinguished himself that the heathen king wanted to give him opportunity. At this, verse 4, the administrators and the governors tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel. Don't think for one minute that the favour of God will bring you always to favour with man. They were jealous. And I've lost my way. Uh, at this, the administrators and the governors tried to find grounds for charges against Daniel in his conduct of government affairs, but they were unable to do so. Yes. They could find no corruption in him because he was trustworthy and neither corrupt nor negligent. And finally, these men said, we'll never find any basis for charges against the man, Daniel unless it has something to do with the law of his God. So these administrators and governors went as a group to the king and said, may King Darius live forever. They were just sucking up. The royal administrators, prefects, governors, advisors, and, uh, and governors have all agreed. That's what satraps are. They are governors, but they have all agreed that the, the king should issue an edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any God or human being during the next 30 days, except to you, your majesty, shall be thrown into the lion's den. Now, your majesty, issue the decree and put it in writing so that it cannot be altered in accordance with the law of the Medes and the Persians, which meant it could not be repealed. So King Darius put the decree in writing. And now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, (laughs) I love this, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem and three times a day he got down on his knees and he prayed giving thanks to God just as he had done before and then these men went as a group because there's always a group right they went as a group and found Daniel praying and asked God asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about his royal decree. Um, Did you not publish a decree that during the next 30 days, anyone, of course he did, because you told him to. 
anyone who prays to any God or human being except you. And your majesty would be thrown into a lion, they would be thrown into a lion's den. The king answered, the decree stands in accordance with the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be repealed. And then they said to the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, your majesty, or to the decree, decree you put in writing. He prays three times a day. And when the king heard this, watch this, he was greatly distressed. He was determined to rescue Daniel and made every effort until sundown to save him. And then the men went as a group to King Darius and said to him, remember your majesty that according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, no decree or edict that the king issues can be changed. So the king gave the order and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, may your God whom you serve continually rescue you. And a stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of his nobles so that Daniel's situation might not be changed. And then the king returned to his palace and spent the night without eating, without any entertainment being brought to him. And he could not sleep. And at the first light of dawn, the king got up, hurried to the lion's den. And when he came near the light, near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice, Daniel, servant of the living God, has God whom you serve continually been able to rescue you from the lions? And Daniel answered, may the king live forever. My God sent his angel and he shut the, lion, the mouth of the lions. And they have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight. Nor have I done any wrong before you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him because he had trusted in his God. Amen. I want to talk to you today under the title, Lions with Locked Jaw. Lions with Locked Jaw. So it's gonna be a little bit different because while I speak, I want us to pray over certain areas and we're gonna believe that God is gonna do some things in people's lives. And the first area that I wanna speak to is that, that Daniel proves that when you stay close to God, nothing can take your life prematurely. Daniel proves that when you stay close to God, Nothing can take your life prematurely. The Bible tells us that all the days ordained for me were written in His book before one of them came to be. All the days ordained for me. Now that does not mean that everyone will live long. You understand? Because we have days that are ordained to us. Do, should we desire to live long? Of course we should desire to live long. You know, I'm not saying that we look for that, but we've got to understand that I believe that I am immortal. As long as I stay close to God and I do what He wants me to do, I am immortal because I've been allotted some days. You have been allotted some days and therefore we can walk around in confidence knowing that God has, has 
has done that. They've been written in his, book, in his book before one of them came to be. In other words, my times are in His hands. Does that require me to live with wisdom? Of course it does. It's not, oh, well, we can live any old how then if God's God is. No, because there is a requirement for me to steward the life that I've been blessed with. So yes, I am required to, to, to look after the body that I've been given. I'm required to look after the mind I've, I've been given because I am a steward over those things. I can't just hide behind the fact, oh, well, you know what? All the days ordained for me were written in this book because I have still a responsibility to steward what I've been given. And I believe that through, I do believe that sometimes through disobedience and people uh, ignoring God and doing whatever they want, they can cut their life short. You understand what I'm saying? But if I'm staying close to God and living in the way He wants me to live, I believe that my times are in His hands. Because I want us to understand that these lions were real and they were dangerous. We're not going to get to read it tonight, but if you read a little bit, there's a very graphic part where the, where the, the, the families who'd set up Daniel were actually thrown into the pit and before they hit the ground, the lions tore them to shreds. These were, these were not tame lions. These were dangerous lions. But I want to say that when God has got you, what could have killed you won't kill you. What should have killed you won't kill you. And I know, I know there are people in the room who, who know that if it wasn't for God, if it was not for God, you would not be alive. And you, and if I give me a wave, if you know, if, if you know, just look around, look around, look around. Just give us a wave, give us a wave. Look around, all around this hall, there are people waving, knowing, because they know that they would not be alive if God had not intervened. And not only is my life in His hands, but Jesus died to deal with the fear of death. God, as followers of Jesus, does not want us to live fearing death. He wants us to live with a confidence. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? And I wanna, I wanna pray in a moment and I wanna stare down the fear of dying prematurely. I wanna stare that lion down, the fear of dying young. The thing that attacks your mind and causes you to, to dread something that might happen to you. Maybe, maybe it's the fear of cancer. And the enemy sows seeds in your mind and, 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 and something happens and, and you, know, you, you, you don't just get a cold. You don't, you don't just get an ache. You don't get a pain. You're dying of something. And it's something that the enemy takes advantage of. And he, he, he tries to tell you, you've got cancer. Or, or he, he tries to say, oh, you're just, you, that, that hereditary heart condition that took out your mom or your dad or, or is, is coming for you. And I want to say, God does not want us to live in the shadow of that. And I'm saying this to you because... Um, I can say on, on my father's on my father's side um, for for generations there was stuff to do with the mind and the head and 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 there was dementia and uh, and all, all that kind of thing and and and, and 
particularly the females, were affected by, by that. And I want to say, uh, my, my own father uh, died from, um, a brain, from a brain hemorrhage. And I want to say that to you because that is something that the enemy will seek to come and whisper in your ear. But I want, to, I want to share with you my tactic for dealing with those kind of thoughts because it, and it's, it's not complex and it's not because I, I just have spoken over my mind time and time again that the Lord is my shepherd and He anoints my head with oil. He anoints my head with oil. And, 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 and no matter, you know, one of the things about the, 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 the shepherd was that the, the, there's many pictures that, but... But one of the things about the oil was that it kept bugs away from the, the ears and the eyes of the sheep. Things that buzzed around and got in there and burrowed, burrowed into the brain of, of the sheep and, 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 and killed it. I want to say that I've, I've got the oil of the Lord on my head that will stop those lying demons coming to whisper in my ear. I, I, I tell you right now in Jesus' name that in... In the days ordained for me, I'm going to live with a sound mind. I'm going to be strong in my mind. My head is going to be fine because He anoints my head with oil. Now, I want to say that to you and I want to share it with you because I want to equip you as well to understand that God has got you. And I, I believe that there are some lions in our life that we've been tolerating. Whispers that we just allow to come and torment us. And I believe the Spirit of God does not want you to carry that torment any longer. So I've got some other stuff. So I'm, I, I want to move on. I want to move on quickly. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And I want to I wanna pray even if I've never met, if, if, if I said something there or I haven't said something there, but there's something that strikes a chord in you that you know that there's just that thing that keeps coming back. Maybe it was something someone said or, or something that's happened in your family and it, it comes and torments you and it says, that's you, that's you. It's gonna happen to you. It happened to them, it's gonna happen to you. I'm, we're here tonight to steer that lion down and say in Jesus' name, it's not going to happen to me. If that, if that resonates with you, I'm going to invite you to just stand where you are. Just simply that. Just stand where you are. I'm going to pray. So if you need to respond, you need to be quick because we've got some other stuff we need to go for. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, If I, I, want, I want to encourage you, if it helps you, to actually lay hands on your own head. Lay hands on your own head, on your own thinking, on your, on, 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 on your thought life. In the name of Jesus, right now, we break the power of that lying spirit that would seek to sow the seed of premature death. Whatever has happened historically, whatever has happened in our ancestry, in the name of Jesus, we cut it off. We break every natural or spiritual stronghold, every historic hereditary issue, we break it now. And over every one of these people, I speak long life and health 
and happiness in the name of Jesus. I take authority over every lie of the devil and I speak truth to their mind and their heart. And I pray that when that lie comes to seek to take root in the name of Jesus, they will find themselves strangely equipped to rise up and say, in Jesus' name, devil, back off. God has got me. He is my health. He is my strength. He is my healer. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you. One of the things that I want to pray over is to do, I've prayed specifically over that fear of death and over sickness, but I want to, I want to pray over some other fears because, I, I, you know, it would have been a natural response for Daniel as he was thrown into that pit that he would have had to initially, initially deal with fear as he hit that ground because he didn't know that those lions were going to have locked jaw. He did not know at that point but as he lifted his head and looked around, I, I don't know what was going on, but maybe, maybe those lions were just staring at him, but they were. I've never done an impression of a lion with lockjaw before. We said we were believing for new things. My sister, my sister's back there. She loves cats. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the lions were... They couldn't understand why they couldn't open their mouth. I don't know. I don't know what, what was going on. But I just imagine that, that moment where Daniel had the confidence to stand up and dust himself off and realize, oh my goodness, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. But he had a deal. He had to deal with his Fear, And I want to pray a general fear, but I, as I was preparing, I felt there were some specific things because I believe that there are some lions of fear that we're not meant to tolerate, but we're to deal with. There's some lions of fear that we're meant, we're not just to just accept them, that's just me. It's just the way I am. You know what? My mom was a worrier. You're not, not, I think that we, we have a better inheritance than that as children of God. So those who have, have, have a fear of being alone, a fear of dogs, a fear of losing everything. Someone fear and, fearful and overwhelmed by the future. Someone fear of letting go and completely trusting God. You want to, but you're afraid. Someone a fear of trusting God in tithing. Father, there was something to do with obsessions that are rooted in fear. I felt there's someone uh, who had this obsession with germs and, 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 and getting sick. Rituals rooted in fear. People who kept, you know the door's locked. You know what I'm saying? You know the door's locked because you checked it 30 seconds ago. But you got to go back and just try one more time. You know the cooker's off. You know it's off. But you got to keep going back and checking that it's off. You know the iron's off. But you got to keep going back. Someone fearful of traveling 
or someone else traveling. I felt that there was someone who, who needed constant messages from someone. You, you needed texts or message or WhatsApp or whatever to, say, to keep saying, I'm all right, I'm okay, I made it safe, I got there. But that is all rooted in fear. Yeah, we'll leave it there. God does not want us to live in that place where we are. Um, do, do you not see that when our mind is cluttered with all this stuff, it takes our energy, it takes our joy. It, it, it's just that buzzing, that constant white noise in our head. It is one of the ways that the enemy distracts us. I may not have mentioned your specific thing there. That's irrelevant. The point is every one of us has something that the enemy keeps just... Uh, 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 uh. And God does not want us to live tolerating that stuff because it saps our energy and it saps our strength and it stops us being the men and women that God wants us to be. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray now and, and you respond how you wanna respond. If you wanna stand, stand. If you wanna lay hands on your head, lay hands on your head. You do what you need to do. Do what you're comfortable with, but, but don't just ride it out thinking, I wonder if He's talking to me. If you, feel he's talk, if you feel He's talking to you, then just believe that God's gonna do something. Father, as you've highlighted these things in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to, by the power of the Spirit of God, come and take my stand against these lions of fear that would seek to stare us down. But tonight we rise up and, 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 and stare the devil down. Even as I pray, I know there's someone who's, that they are afraid they're gonna go insane. They're afraid they're gonna go insane. In Jesus' name, I break the power of that thought right now. In Jesus' name, I rebuke the devil and I take authority of every spirit of insanity in Jesus' name and I bind it and I drive it out through the power of your spirit in Jesus' name. Now, Father, I pray that the peace of God that transcends understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. I want to pray over those lions of negative words. See, Daniel was in this predicament because of the spirit of accusation. They couldn't find anything against him, so they made up lies against him. And I want to pray over negative words that have been spoken over your life. In Revelation 12, it, it, it talks about the accuser of the brethren. The brethren is accuser because he sows division. He sows division because he knows that a house divided against itself cannot stand. So it's, his, it's a strategy of the enemy. But in Revelation, he says they overcame him. They triumphed over him. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. By the blood of the lamb, and the word of their testimony. Now this is, this is how I'm equipping you in Jesus' Name. This is how the Word of God equips you on how to deal with some of that stuff because, because we, we need to understand that the blood of the Lamb is what Jesus went through for us on the cross. So we overcome through what Jesus did on the cross. And by the word of our testimony, 
The blood of the Lamb is about what Jesus went through. My testimony is about what I went through. So I overcome by what Jesus has done and I overcome by remembering what God has done for me. My wife was here now. She'd say, that's why I always say it. Write a journal. Write it down. Put it in a book. Write a journal. Because you know why? We forget. And sometimes just when, when we are battling some stuff, our minds are not as thinking as clearly as we would. To go back to a journal and just read through some of the things that God has done and you find faith ignites in your heart again. And, 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 and that is overcoming by the Word of your testimony. So we overcome through by what Jesus went through and what I went through. Sometimes God will protect us from the lion's pit. And I think that we've got a lot, we have a lot of stuff and a lot of preaching and believing that God's going to protect us from. And I believe that He does, but God also protects us through. We need to understand that God will protect us from but God will also protect us through. There's some things that we need to go through because He wants to build faith and confidence in you. And in fact, He is building something in you that will enable you to stand against the devil's schemes in days ahead. The thing is, we want the testimony, but we don't want the test. If you want the testimony, you've got to have the test. It's a great testimony. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And they threw me in the lion's den. And they did, oh my God, that's awesome. That's awesome. Jesus, hallelujah, that is awesome. Great testimony. But we don't want to get thrown into the lion's den. Oh God, not me. No God. Not. But God will only allow us to go through some stuff to build something in us so that we have something to withstand the enemy's lies. Yes, Jesus has done what He did, but He's trying to get something into you so that He gives you a testimony. My God, my God, I know I'm going to be fine. I've got nothing in my pocket right now. I've got no food in the cupboard. But my God, the same God who got me through that circumstance is going to get me through this circumstance. The same God who rescued me then is going to rescue me now. But I've got to have been rescued from something to have a rescue testimony. David was empowered as he came face to face with Goliath. He was empowered because he said, the same God who delivered me from the lion and the bear. He shared his testimony. He looked right in the face of Goliath. I said, yeah, you might be mocking me and you might think I'm small, but you don't know. You don't know. You don't know who I am and you don't know what I've got because I know the same God who rescued me from that lion, the same God who rescued me from that bear is gonna rescue me from you in Jesus' Name. That's, we get our confidence. We get our confidence from, from our testimony. break the power of negative words over our life. We need to understand they tried to ruin, listen, they tried to ruin Daniel's reputation and they could not. They may try to ruin 
your reputation, but your reputation is in the hands of God. Hey, listen, you can't just live any old how and think you can keep your reputation. They found no fault in him. He was living right before the Lord. But when you're living right before the Lord, when people come to try and tear up your reputation, they cannot, they will not succeed because your reputation is in the hands of the Lord. No undeserved curse can come to rest. Is there something that somebody said? Maybe it was a mom, maybe it was a dad, maybe it was a teacher, maybe it was a friend, but every, every time you're gonna step out into something new, every time you're taking a new step of faith, every time you're stretching yourself, those words come back, you'll never, you'll, you won't be. What are you doing? You can't do that. Stuff. It's just there, you can't, you, you, you don't even wanna hear it, but it just comes back. I wanna come and remind you that, that those words that they said, those words that they said have no power. Their voice has no power unless it becomes your voice. Their voice has no power unless it becomes your voice. If you say back the words they said, it has power. But in Jesus' Name, we're gonna break now the power of those words. I haven't even got time to tell you, this has been one of my giants. It's been one of my giants because of things that have been spoken over me by parents, by loved ones, by, by people who I respected, stuff that's been spoken over me, critical words, words designed to pull me down, words, words that I've had to stand against. But I, I, because I have done that, I have the confidence to stand here before you and say the devil is a liar. And those words are not powerful enough to stop you rising up and taking hold of your destiny in Jesus' Name. Do you believe it? Do you believe it tonight? So I don't know. This time I'm gonna get you to stand where you are. If you know there's that thought or there's those thoughts that comes and attacks you and you're not gonna have enough, you're never gonna make it, you're never gonna be anything. Or whatever it is that it is that comes, I'm gonna invite you to stand where you are right now. Just quickly do it because time is against us. And I'm gonna, the scary thing is, the scary thing is, I guarantee, I guarantee that for some people in the room, some of those words that you are fighting against right now that were spoken to you as a child and now you're a grown man and a grown woman. I guarantee that there's someone in the room who has had something to them and that, that person isn't even alive. They're not alive anymore, but their words still ring in your ears. The devil is a liar. So Father, we come against these lions of negative words in the Name of Jesus that seek to rob us of our destiny, that seek to rob us of our future, that seek to rob us of our potential. In Jesus' Name, those lies, those things that, that, that come up and represent the truth, in Jesus' Name, I break the power of them. In Jesus' Name, there's someone 
there's someone in this room right now who's stood up before for something like this. And even as I'm praying, the enemy is whispering in your ear, it didn't happen last time. It's not gonna happen this time. Well, devil, I call you out in Jesus' Name. You are a liar. I break, I break your power over that person right now. I say back off in Jesus' Name. And I speak freedom over your people. I speak freedom over their hearts and freedom over their minds in the Name of Jesus Christ. In the Name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.